0: Good afternoon. Welcome to this afternoon's edition of the Rich Urban Show. I am your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from historic Harpersbury, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from the Unification Principle point of view. Today's episode is Character Has Consequences and the Core of Character is Sexual Ethics. I'd like to share with you a few articles of recent happenings regarding this topic. So let's jump right into that. Character does have consequences. The first person I'd like to look at is Sam Britton. And he is an LGBT activist. And these are some of the photos of him. Here. And this one. And this one. So he was in charge of the disposal of nuclear waste. And what happened in this situation is that he was caught stealing luggage from airports. And this is not an unrelated thing because sexual ethics is at the core of your character. How you deal with sexuality is at the very core of your character. Here it's talking about how he had been twice caught stealing luggage or a handbag and luggage from the airport in Las Vegas. And this is someone that uh, President Biden was holding up as an exemplary... model for transgender activism. Go figure. I also want to point out about Sam Britton, that prior to joining the Biden administration, June Britton was known for promoting sexual fetishes and tying sexual partners up like dogs. Britton delivered a seminar in the science of spanking at a Los Angeles King conference in late November while awaiting a December 19th hearing in connection to the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport luggage theft. Then it talks about Britain in 2010 stole the spotlight in the LGBTQ plus community with a harrowing tale of being abused by bigoted parents and being subjected to years of electroshock conversion therapy by a cruel and sadistic therapists. But according to LGBTQ Nation, Britain's story is likely a complete fabrication. So these are all have to do with areas of integrity. So obviously, this person not only has a problem with sexual integrity, but all kinds of other integrity, being a thief and a liar. And then I'd like to also point out that right after this guy was finally Britain fired, a day following the departure of thieving non-binary Biden official Sam Britain from the U.S. Department of Energy, President Joe Biden invited yet another non-binary drag queen in the White House who advocates that drag is for children. That's this person here. The President First Lady Jill Biden welcomed quote-unquote drag artist Marty G. Cummings who used they-them pronouns to the attend Tuesday's signing ceremony of the Respect for Marriage Act. What an insult. That's incredible. So much for respect for marriage that was just used as a name for promoting all this other crap. In return, Cummings thanked the Bidens across social media for the warm reception share the White House invitation requesting the pleasure of your company. He liked to dance for little kids. There's a lot of pornographic clips like that. And that's what this article is talking about. Another person i like to talk about is someone that you may have heard of, and his name is Barney Frank. So Barney Frank was the one who co-authored the Dodd-Frank banking legislation. And in fact, this is an article about him. Report, former prostitute says Frank knew about sex ring. A former prostitute disputed representative Barney Frank's assertion that he did not know a brothel was being operated from his Capitol Hill apartment. Cable News Network reported Wednesday night. The woman whose identity was withheld told CNN she worked for the prostitution ring operated by Stephen Gobi, a male prostitute and former acquaintance of the Massachusetts Democrat. Frank's relationship with Gobi is the subject of an investigation by the House Ethics Committee. This is an article from 1990, which is trying to decide how to handle charges that the congressman associated with the male prostitute from 1985 to 1987. There were reports last week the 12-member panels is divided along party lines about punishment for Frank. Democrats favor lenient measures while Republicans want strong action. Frank has acknowledged that he paid Gobi for sex and hired him to clean his house and drive his car. But the congressman said he fired Gobi after he learned of the prostitution ring. Gobi admitted running the business and said Frank knew about the male-female ring while it was operation. The woman interviewed by CNN said she worked for the prostitution ring for three months, and that Frank definitely knew the brothel existed. He would call and he would say, Hi, it's me. I'm on my way in. Are there any clients there, the woman said. She said Frank knew she took clients to his bedroom when he was not home and that he would ask if the house was in order before returning. Barney Frank was in the news recently also because he he became a board member of the Signature Bank in New York State, which... Failed after the Silicon Valley Bank also failed. And he was a board member on that. And then switched his tune. He had switched his tune from banks with $50 billion in assets or more would have to undergo more strict requirements to changing that to $250 billion, thereby letting banks like uh, the one he was on the board of and also Silicon Valley Bank off, off the hook from more stringent regulations. In other words, he had a conflict of interest. So what's this got to do with the Cowboy Scandal? Well, as I said, sexual ethics is at the core of you, all your ethics. So if you have bad sexual ethics, then that's going to affect everything you do. The third case i like to point out is the recent murder by a transgender woman who wanted to be a man or was transitioned to be a man, quote-unquote, Audrey Hale at the Covenant Church School in Nashville, Tennessee. So tragically, we see that those sexual ethics of transgenderism, those are inherently violent. Before you jump up and down in your seat or anything like that or wherever you are, it is because isn't it a violent thing to change your sex when God has created you? And then you're saying, no, you know, you're basically thumbing your nose at God and you say, no, I'm somebody else. That's not me. And we know that actually people who do these things, sometimes there's actually literally sexual abuse in those who who identify as. Uh, lesbian or gay men as well because a a cause in many cases of the same-sex attraction is the fact that there was abuse at a young age. In any case, it is a violent thing and people encouraging that, you know, changing your sex or having mutilating surgery on your sexual parts is violent in itself. And uh, tragically, this led to in this case to his tragic shooting. And here's it saying, we don't know all the details of Audrey's descent into madness, but suicidal ideation among people who suffer from transgender ideation can be over 80%, and as many as half reportedly attempt suicide. Audrey's message shows that she's trying to kill herself. That's what many mass shooters set out to do. It's impossible to attach Audrey, Audrey's climbs, from the suicide rates caused by transgender ideation, and the role of gender-affirming care and propping them up. This is interesting because that's just the opposite of what they're saying. They're saying if you don't let your child transition, they might kill themselves, when well, the fact of the matter is, if they're going through with these mutilated surgeries and these drug therapies, then that makes them much more likely to be suicidal like this murder, audrey was audrey hale finally like talked about nambla the north american M- man boy love association you may have not heard of that but for those who are a little older like i am this organization was formed in 1978 and around the early 80s that was a thing now what does this organization do it promotes pedophilia is what it does it's between Older men and boys. And that it's okay to have, first of all, these are the same sex relationships, although they could be opposite sex relationships as well. They support that. And between minors and adults. And their goal is to make that legal and accepted. And that's, that's what their mission is. And they were very upfront, like in the late 70s, early 80s. Now you don't hear about them. Why? Because that's bad for the promotion, quote unquote, of the whole homosexual agenda. We don't want, you know, to think that men might want sex with boys. No, that wouldn't be good for publicity. So this is another case I want to point out of what is going on in our society. I'd like to contrast. The examples we just shared with this quote from Rev. Sun Myung Moon, which was um, posted in the Daily Inspiration, How Did the Devil Bring About the Fall? Posted March 21st, 2023. This quote is from Chun Sung Young, 1261. This is from the words of Rev. Sun Myung Moon. How did the devil bring about the fall? Through the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Where did they cover themselves after eating the fruit? Did they cover up their mouths or their hands? Didn't they cover up the, the sexual parts of their bodies? This became the seed that sowed evil. They fell before they had fully matured while they were still adolescents. As the lineage of humankind in world history stemmed from this act, in the last days the phenomenon of such relationships will thrive. The time will come that, across the world, young people will destroy the ethics of love. They will hide in the shadows, just like Adam and Eve, and have no fear of heaven. They that will be the time when the era of Satan's worldwide dominion will come to the earth. That is when we will be faced with the iron hammer of God. In my comments here, Richard, I would say that we're experiencing this right now. I explained in Saturday's forum that we need to have a parent-driven grassroots movement to teach sexual absence before marriage to our youth. I also said that we need to understand the unification principle. So we see in the quote from Reverend Moon that the original act of inappropriate sex in the Garden of Eden was really an act of violence, at least artistically, against God and his will. And that kind of violence against God and sense of sexual integrity has continued. So we're really seeing what you could call a riot of bad sex. And I'm not just talking about transgenderism or homosexual sex but all kinds of sexual relationships that are not within marriage, that are not faithful relationships. And that's what God ordains in Genesis one twenty-eight. So, Ramim mentions the hammer of God. What does that mean? It's not clear. But if you think about it, this is like the hammer of God that we're now subject to this insane destruction of good sexual morals. So as people of goodness, we have to absolutely fight against that. So as I mentioned uh, when reading the clip by uh, Father Moon, that we need a revolution of absence-centered education for our youth. How else are we going to break the cycle of out-of-wedlock sex and all kinds of sexual perversity that is really destroying society because children need parents, a father and a mother. And, you know, we could talk about a lot of other topics too, like homosexual people adopting little children or even getting a baby that's been um, created by artificial insemination, all those kind of things that really need to be cleaned up and straightened out in the sense that children need parents who ask the little baby or the tiny embryo whether it wanted two daddies or two mommies, for instance. We have to have to emphasize the value of building character and have a clear agenda of promoting sexual ethics. And you can see that there's this in-your-face agenda, literally, with all these kind of other things. I mean, people, imagine, people are, are not afraid to get up publicly even before congress and say oh yeah you know we should um you know i don't even know what a man or woman is how dare you even question me for thinking that and all this insanity where are people of common sense first of all i'd say godly people but also just common sense i mean hello you're born as a man or woman you have a penis or vagina So that's the way things are. That is how God created us. So this is really a lot of insanity. And also I want to point out, for instance, we had a club for the urban life training, a STAR leadership club. STAR means students teaching absence responsibility. So I remember one day we were outside taking the club picture that you'll find on our uh, website there. And then we came back in and there were about these 15 female students, girls sitting around. I was like, uh, "What's happening?" In the you know room where we're meeting for a club meeting, and then one of them gets up and has this written statement about how horrible it is to teach about abstinence. I'm thinking, you know, so we're discussing a bit, and this was during Abstinence Awareness Week. So the club members put up some posters about the benefits of sexual abstinence before marriage, and they're saying, "Oh, that's insulting." Some of us were sexually abused, and We didn't have any control. Well, I certainly sympathize with that. I think that those who sexually abuse children should face the consequences. But the ironic thing is, so instead of asking, well, if people sexually abuse children, then children are more likely to become same-sex attracted, to become homosexual or think they're homosexual or be homosexual. So shouldn't we be focusing on that cause and not like, the children saying, oh, well, I was abused, so now I'm really upset that I can't continue having dysfunctional relationships. Instead of thinking, well, what can we do to work together to stop sexual abuse to begin with? And I would posit that married families not posit, they definitely have much less instances of sexual abuse because one of the most dangerous places for a child is with a woman who is living with her boyfriend, not married. That's dangerous for the children. So we've got to look into all these issues and get real and get rid of this BS about all this transgender gender uh, agenda and have to speak out about it. You know, this has been going on. I mean, it started like in places like D.C., I would say, around the early 80s when this was rolling out. And then it was pretty much in full swing around 2007, 15 years ago. And, you know, I was ringing the alarm bell about that, how some people who were promoting that were trying to kick out an absence centered program like ours, you know, out of the schools, but a lot of people didn't pay much attention. Now more people are paying attention. So we not only have to pay attention and be against those things, but we have to be for teaching a clear ethic of sexual abstinence before marriage. And we can do that on the grassroots level by implementing the Urban Life Training Program by teaching youth on the grassroots level why it's beneficial to stay absent, why marriage is an attainable goal, helping them learn refusal skills and all those practical things. Character does have consequence, and the core of character is sexual ethics. So Joe Biden and any other president should stop this insanity of promoting transgender people. In fact, I would posit that if you're going to parade around, you know, doing strange things or, you know, saying you're a man instead of a woman and vice versa. And also it could apply to people who are adulterers or have all kinds of, you know, unfaithful, ungodly relationships. Should you be hiring those kind of people? No. It's perfectly good and should be a matter of character. You know, and even now we have those leaks from Biden. Somebody's been leaking stuff. Who's doing that? For all we know, there may be a connection between these leaks and problems of good sexual ethics. In other words, the people who leak them might not have that. And there are obviously, as we have stated, many connections between... Problems of character and problems of sexual ethics because those are integrally related. So we hope that you have been edified by this episode today. Character has consequences and the core of character is sexual ethics. Do please like, share, and comment on this episode at visionroot.org and or on your favorite podcast platform. I'm your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from historic Harper's Ferry. Do be blessed, and we will see you next time.